0: Okay, so this is just a a test to see how this works. At E36 Racing, we're thinking of um, generating these podcasts to a certain level, and if it all works out, we'll get some uh, drivers on there and uh, have a chat with them and talk about their cars and their builds and and so forth. But um, what this is effectively is... uh, pod number one, and um, it's just basically just me having a chat about the series, and what it is, and why it came to fruition, and um, why we're doing a few things the way we're doing them. Okay, so basically, uh, the E36 racing series in Australia um, was pretty much started on on a discussion between myself and and David Bailey, um, who is the president of E36 Racing, and obviously my name's Adam, Adam Hughes and I'm the Vice President of E36 Racing and basically it's a cheap rear wheel drive formula one mate class of uh, E36 BMWs uh, with the 318 IS variant in both the M42 and the M44 engine Um, and this is pretty much lifted like for like out of the UK compact cut series um we have made some slight tweaks for our country and our environment because the tracks are a little bit different over there um and, and we've done this in a way so we can achieve the same power levels that they do um uh, with a more um uh locally sourced um the supplies and uh the idea was to is to pretty much have a, a cheap, reliable car that's not expensive to build um, and uh, obviously create good racing. <clears throat> now, the, the basis of so, the engines are the, the, the 318IS, which is in the, um, the coupe variant, um, and also the sedan. We can't run the, com- the compacts as much as we really wanted to because a, the compacts didn't sell over here in the in the numbers that the 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 um, the uh, coupe did, so yeah, the compact didn't sell as much, and plus also the suspension is quite different from the uh, the resuspension especially is different from the the compact to the coupe. So it was just logical that we had to run the sedan and the and the um, and the coupe because they shared pretty much, well, they shared exactly the same underpinnings, and they were more popular, so therefore makes the cars more readily available. And obviously, of course, because the motor that came out in, in the compacts were even scarcer um, in relation to the, the the coupe and the sedan. So, um, so it's, yeah, it's the two engines. the The main difference in the engines is. The M42 has 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 a stronger internal um, but performance wise they're identical um, but they do have slightly different um, intake setups and they have slightly different um, BFI setups so for that reason uh, on a balance of power we've uh, come up with a solution for that is to run a standalone ECU in the car and um, which is a locked ECU, um, so we've had cars on dynos and to make sure that the power balance is exactly the same between the M42 and the M44. Uh, now we've also added um, an ITB setup to the vehicles. Now the reason we've done this is to give the car a better linear uh, throttle response, and it and it is quite a markable difference. Uh, When you actually do drive the cars, I've driven cars with both um, standard and uh, with the ITBs, and there is quite a difference. And when you mix that with the computer, um, that brings us up to that sort of 150 horsepower, which was the number that we really wanted to achieve. Um, And again, it's all locally locally sourced, so then we have backup as well. So if we went down the complete compact cup way from the UK then we'll be relying on supplies on the other side of the world which we are doing in, in some aspects with the suspension but again that's more of an, a, a necessity than, than we didn't have any other options you know what I mean so um, so at this stage um, we're looking for a, a 2019 kick off and we've got the rules and regs out which will be posted on the um, Facebook page and there is a, um, a web page coming up as well. Um, we've uh, got to the point now where we have a full board um, and we're going through the processes of uh, formalising uh, the club itself. Um, the, the cars um, are very good to drive. They're very easy to drive. Um, they're actually a good little thing. Uh, the testing that we've done, and we've done... A fairly comprehensive testing uh, when you you know like I don't know any other series um, at this grassroots level that have done the the amount of testing that we've done like we've almost tested these cars for a full year before putting them out onto you know an open market Um, so you know we've done our due diligence with this And the cars seem to be quite bulletproof. Uh, We've run a car with a refreshed engine. We've run a car with a very high tay engine, um, and we've run cars with different at different levels of of package. And every level of package is a performance step up. Um, So, and you know, at the moment we're sort of looking in that sort of 11s to ten brackets around Wakefield Park which is sort of a very good number considering the weight of these cars and the power of these cars um when you compare it to something like the RX8 Cup and the Polestar's which obviously will be um people will be looking at us and them as similar, similar packages so the big difference is <coughs> that we've kept the um the control spend very cheap um basically you could get a car on the track and it was always the intent to have the car on the track for $9,000. Um, obviously not including purchasing the vehicle. Um, and we're, we're well under that budget. Um, the control parts alone, uh, you're looking at five, six, and then it's just a matter of your preference on what you want to do to the car, whether the type of roll cage, which we've done a deal. Um, the, with, with our good friends at AGI, which um, they're not sponsors or anything, they're just you know, they're looking after us and and there's no rule saying you have to go to them. Um, but yeah they are doing the right thing by us um, because um, you know both myself and, and David Bailey have got you know good history in building cars and uh, me myself I was quite pivotal in the Birth of XLS in New South Wales, so I've done this before. I've been down this road before, um, and uh, so yeah, the, the, you can get in the car relatively cheap, and I still don't think like you're pushing to get an XL for that sort of money. Um, and you're definitely not as fast. Uh, you definitely can't get a Pulse after that money, and uh, like new build and the RX-8s are in a different level. So again, we're talking about a car that has a standard good balance. It's a 50-50 split. So effectively the same chassis as the BMW M3. Um, So the underpinnings of the car are there. It's a very successful base uh, in the motorsport world. Um, The cages are relatively cheap. Uh, Of course, it's personal preference on where you want to go with the cage there's lots of parts out there for the vehicles i.e. brakes and so forth um obviously see the regulations uh to what is and isn't allowed and um yeah so like they're a a good solid honest little car um these things should be very uh good in relation to long distance race i.e. wait for 300 and, and so forth um and yeah, that, that's it. That's pretty much it. We're running the, the Nankang AR1 tyres uh, on a 17-inch. Um, now, the reason we've gone for the 17-inch is uh, because, <clears throat> contrary to belief, they're quite readily available. Um, and uh, in the motorsport world, um, the 17-inch tyre is the most common, common use, commonly used tyre. Um, if we went 15s, uh, we'd be looking at going up tyres most probably in a year or two. Um, and as I said, like, I've, I've come from the world of building the Excel class and the, the last thing we want um, in this class is change. We want to keep the things very solid, very stable. People know what to expect. People know what to buy. Um, like, change, change is inevitable, obviously, but we don't want to have to think so, so short-sighted that we're going to have to make a change in a year or two on tyres. A brand may change here and there, but in relation to the actual dimension sizes and everything, these tyres are a very common size and will be around for a very long time. Um, and uh, currently the tyres at the moment, and obviously tyre pricing is an open market because we're not locked into a tyre contract or anything like that. Um, but at the moment, you can get these tyres for around two hundred dollars a tyre. So you look at thousand dollars in tyres, um, you yeah, know, with spare sort of thing. And um, again, that's still a very cheap um, tyre. Um, we've tested, we've had, had we had, we did a fairly good tyre test day, and we put three brands up against each other—a quite expensive brand, uh, the brand that we are using, and an actual cheaper brand, which we could have got support out of. But, um, the standout performer for bang for Buck was the, uh, was the Nankang. Coincidingly, the Nankang's also used in, um, in the UK. Um, so, yeah, so that's pretty much where we are with the tyres. Uh, now, as I said, we have made a change with the inlet Manifold, um, which is the ITVs. Now, we've done that for a couple of reasons. Um, one, again, is this balance of power. Um, because there are differences between the um, M42 and M44
1: inlet manifold.
0: Um, also, it's in relation to the uh, the EFI system, i.e., one runs a mass EFI sensor, one runs a MAP sensor. Uh, sorry, a mass sensor. Um, so, by going to an independent computer, we eliminate the EFI side of things, but we don't uh, we don't get around the the manifold, which one is a dual-plane manifold, one isn't. Um, So, again, to in the the longevity of the the class and to have no change and to make it nice and simple in relation to the car, you know, no one's clamouring over one engine to get to another engine. Um, The ITVs have come into it because it it gives us that spread of power between the two engines so it doesn't really matter what motor you throw into the car um, they're both going to work the same Um, so there's definitely more m44s out there than m42s um, and that's only because the m44 came out in more cars the m42 mainly came out in the three uh the e30 318 is and the e36 318 is where the m44 came out in the z3 um it also came out in the uh e36 so um and there was just more cars produced so therefore there was more motors around um and it also came out in the um, 318i a uh, 318ti which was the compact so anyway so that's pretty much um why we've done what we've done um we, uh, we're in the processes of uh, getting ourselves together for uh, sort of our first public showing um, now David Bailey has done a few races before and sparked quite a bit of interest and um, which is which is very good and, and I've been out occasionally in my car as well at the same sort of racing and, and irregularity in, in side of things but um, we're going to be putting the least at least two cars into the Wakefield, um, uh, 301. And, uh, we have been challenged to bring five cars. We could bring five cars. Um, it's just a matter of we can get everyone built on time, um, which we're not far off, but whether that's in November. So at the moment, you know, we're, we're not, we're not quite where we need it at that point, but, um, we're not far off it. Um, A lot of cars can be screwed together quite quickly but you know a lot of guys are are putting these cars together are relatively um, new to motorsport so i'd rather take the time and worry about 2019 coming out all looking sparkly new in 2019 at our first round of our championship um but everyone will be involved um at the wakefield um 301 because um obviously we want to make sure that the cars get home, which they will. Um, I'm quite confident on that, uh, due to the reliability. Now, um, there's been some talk in relation to diffs, um, in open, non open, limited slip, locked. Again, this has been, has been tried and tried to us, uh, by both myself and David. Um, there is a difference between locked and, and, and not locked, but, um, it's not huge um so I still think um per my personal opinion that LSD is most probably the right option but um it's it's an expense that we don't have to necessarily build into the vehicle um so it, we've, we've left the diffs as per the regulations which is, which is open to a certain level but except for the ratios um <clears throat> for New South Wales and the type of race that we the type of tracks that we race here um the, the three four five ratio is definitely the way to go, but three three eight is available if you wanted. Um, and uh, having both in my car, there there is a difference. Um, it's quite a big difference actually. Um, so uh, yeah, we, we we are still under you know ideas for the diffs in relation to you know whether we should look at that going down the road. But again we've always aired on the side of longevity um so that's what we've come up with this is a pretty simple um option where you can you can do what you like um and as long as the ratio is right everyone will be okay so um but by that uh, that's pretty much it um if you have any questions or anything like that um there'll be emails you can shoot stuff off to. um you can obviously ask questions on the Facebook page, um, but most stuff will be diverted through to an email address, which we'll put up to the bottom, Um, and uh, that's pretty much it. So, yeah, um, I know it's only a short one, but it was just basically an intro, Um, this is the first time I've done anything like this as well, so that makes a difference to what this is going to be, but coming, going forward, if this all, if this is going to be the way we do things, and I'd like to do one of these pretty much a week, if I can, Uh, even when the season starts, um, just as a bit of a recap as well, so a bit of a chat, Um, I'll get a driver in, and we'll have a chat with the driver, Um, we'll do a bit of a spotlight, um, talk about the sponsors, talk about what, you know, brought them to the series, how their build process was, Um, and, you know, I'll do a I'll do another one online as well and I had absolutely zero issues with my build process. It was very, very easy, very, very simple. Um mind you, um mine and David's car were Genesis. So um, you know, we, we, we did remove and pull things out a couple of times, but you know, that won't be the process for people coming into it, um, because the decisions have been made and now it's pretty much bold stuff when I don't go racing. Um and, uh, yeah, so if we can do a couple of these, these pods and uh, just um, actually get, get some inner workings on, on who's racing. And to me, yeah, people ask me, you know, why the BMWs and stuff like that. Look, I'm a BMW fanatic, so um, it was a pretty easy thing for me. But um, me and David have both raced in, in quite a few series. Um, I've raced in saloon cars. Raced in production cars, I've raced in XLs. Yeah. Um, David's raced um, again in pretty much the same sort of stuff. I think he even did HQs at one point, but I won't, you know I won't make that public. Um, but uh, there's a lot of, um, you know, silly racing goes on out there, um, and yeah, you know, we've been, you know, we've seen that firsthand. We wanted a class where enthusiasts come. Race people who give um, a care about their car. Um, it's about the racing. It's about the car. Um, it's 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 more about you know, no, not having someone just roll out with a checkbook and just go and slam into somebody. That's not what this class is about, and you know that's something we will work diligently in drumming out if if that ever happens. Um, so. We wanted to race um, with people that were similar minded to us. Now I know as this, as this gets popular, this will get bigger, and obviously that um, will most probably fall to the wayside at a level point. But that's how the found that was the foundation of this. So that's where this was spawned from. So, um, and as I said, it's about it's about the love. Of the car and the racing and so forth, and that's why we've done the modifications to the vehicles, i.e., the ITBs and so forth, along with the balance of power, of course, which was the which was the driving reason. But there are other ways we could we could have done it, but this was the way we decided to go about it because it was it went with our our philosophy and and what we wanted. Um, so it was just. Uh, again, that's it's, people ask me why because I wanted a, an, enthusi- an enthusiast class. I didn't just want, you know, uh, another class which I won't name because you know nothing that's polite to do. But just it's just ripping here and barge. Um,
1: but yeah, so
0: that's that's XL. Uh, sorry, that's B thirty six racing in a nutshell, um, and. Uh, you know, hopefully it all, it all pans out. I think we've really got a lot of good, um, a lot of good uh, feedback so far. We've got a lot of cars on the build for a very early process. And, and it's coming from Excels. I knew what it was like six months coming on, into our first race. And um, we had a third of what we've got now. Um, so by the time our first round comes around, I'm expecting us to have a pretty healthy little grid um and yeah as i said uh i will be back soon uh with um obviously a the driver and um that's pretty much it thanks guys